911, what's the nature of your emergency? Welcome back to the Tactical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton. In today's episode, we're going to talk about how I got super, super embarrassed on a boat full of officers this past weekend and winning the jackpot fish in your own life. So just sit back, relax, and enjoy today's content. Clint and I have the ability to charter a fishing trip several times throughout the year. And this past weekend, we chartered another fishing trip. And essentially, we take a boat full of officers and we take them out of their environment. We take them into the middle of the ocean and we let them just disconnect and do something that doesn't involve shop talk. We have a rule. There is no work talk when we're on the boat. And we just get to know each other and vent and just enjoy time and enjoy life together. And this past weekend, we were very fortunate to be able to do that. And this isn't something that is easy to do. Clint and I plan these trips at the beginning of every year. And typically in January, when we plan them and we book the boats, we get completely full for every trip that we book because people understand how fun it is and the people that get to go out, they start to tell other people about it and other people want to go out and experience the same kind of just disconnect. And as you listen to this, I don't know if you've ever been out in a boat like that in the middle of the ocean, but we go out of Oxnard into the Channel Islands and we fish different spots every time. It depends on what's biting at the time, but it is just so beautiful to be able to drive out. It's pitch dark. We leave at like two or three in the morning. And when the sun starts to come up, you can see how beautiful the sunrise is as it's glittering across this beautiful ocean. And this weekend when we went out, it was so foggy. I don't ever remember a time when it was as foggy as it was. And in the distance, there was a few fires. And so I'm not sure if any of you have ever seen what that looks like when the sun is rising through the fog, but it creates such such an ominous orange glow that is very unique to the way that smoke looks. And it was just, it was actually incredibly gorgeous. And luckily it didn't smell like smoke while we were out there. But this particular day, I have never seen the ocean as calm as it was. Just looking out as far as you can see, it was like glass on the water. And I just knew it was going to be a good day. And we were fishing, and I talk about this on a lot of our trips, but there's something magical and peaceful about just being out there on the water fishing without any anticipation. And I'm saying that because nobody goes out there fishing thinking that they're going to catch the biggest fish. And yes, there's a fun camaraderie that goes along with it. And we do all chip in for the jackpot, but we don't go out there with a chip on our shoulders thinking that we're the best at what we're doing. The reason that we go out there is to just have that calm omniance and to have that that sense of peace and that sense of relief that can only be captured sometimes in the moment of nature. And when you're vulnerable on a boat like that in the middle of the ocean, there is certainly this this sense of something bigger than you, which I think we all need to allow ourselves at least every once in a while. And as we're fishing, for anybody who hasn't listened for a while, I just so happened to win the jackpot fish three times in a row prior to this, maybe a good seven or eight times in total. And there are people that have never won the jackpot fish at all. Now there's 10 of us and we each put in $20. So the winner gets $200 for this particular trip. And it's it's just in good fun. Sometimes we do the biggest fish. Sometimes we do whoever can catch the most. But on this trip, we did whoever would catch the biggest fish would be the one that wins the jackpot. And the entire day, we, we were fishing deep. I'm talking like 500 feet, which 
if you've ever put a 16 ounce weight on your fishing line and you let it go to the very bottom of the ocean floor and you reel it up so that you can check your bait and you do that a time or two, you start to get exhausted. So when the time comes that you actually catch something on your line and you're reeling up that 16 ounce weight with a fish or sometimes two, we were double hooking it, it gets very, very tiring. And it was to the point to where some of us just left it down there because we didn't even want to bring it up to check our bait unless we thought that there was a fish on it. It was just that, that deep. And we were all having fun and all of us were catching fish left and right and nothing, nothing massive. Some of us were catching some unique fish and on the boat, the, the level of excitement when anybody catches a fish is always super, super high. And there's always that first catch where somebody catches something and everybody kind of perks up and wakes up a little bit when it's that early in the morning. And you just, you want to be able to just share in that excitement and everybody on the boat caught something, at least something. And there was this, this guy who brings up this link cod and it was, it was this massive link cod. And I thought for sure, like that is going to be the jackpot fish. And soon after that, I actually brought up another sheep's head, which is the same winning fish that I caught on this last trip before this one. And it ended up winning the jackpot. And as soon as I pulled this fish up, it was one of those things where there was nobody around me and I could hear the drag take off on my fishing line. And I knew that I I caught something bigger than anything I had caught for that fishing trip. And I was completely silent and I started to reel it up. And mind you, at that point, I think we were fishing like 400 feet depth. And I was worried (laughs) because I, I didn't want it to be the biggest fish in the sense that it started to get embarrassing for me to be the one to always catch the biggest fish. And I did end up bringing it up. We grabbed the gaff and got the fish on on board and I won the jackpot for this trip as well. And as soon as they bagged my fish, I put down my pole and I walk up front to the front of the boat and I just stood there by myself and I just wanted to have a moment by myself just because I knew that there was some tension in the back of the boat. And somebody comes up to me and says, Ashley, are you up here hiding? And I just kind of look over at him and I I nod and I said, yes, maybe I am up here hiding a little bit. And I, I was really just thinking to myself, like, what makes me any different? Because these are men that have been fishing for decades and decades. And later on, I had these men asking me, like, did your dad teach you how to fish? And I've only ever fished with my dad once and it wasn't too long ago. So my dad certainly didn't teach me how to fish. And I started to think about what makes it different? Why, why do I keep catching these fish so consistently? And I'm not any better of a fisherman or fisherwoman than anybody else on that boat. There are certainly, you know, these men that have been doing this for far longer than me that are much more skilled in their abilities to be able to fish. And I realized that what I believe the difference is, is I have allowed myself to learn the discipline of being so tuned in and present in the moment that it allows me to, and I know this might sound very woo-woo to some people, but it allows me to be very in tune with what's going on there at the bottom of the ocean and to be in tune with the, the sensation and the energy in the line from the top of the boat that's extending down to the bottom of the ocean when I'm fishing. And I, I really think that that is what the difference is. And for, for you, as you listen to this in our, our lives constantly, we're thinking of the ladder and we're always thinking about the top of the ladder and what it is that we need to do in order to get to the top of the ladder that sometimes we trip up on some of the steps that it takes to actually get to the top. And the skills that I've learned that I've been so grateful to be able to learn in particular under Dr. Mark Atkinson 
is when we're able to just focus on the next step in front of us, we don't need to see the top. As long as we know that the top is there, we know what that top is. I spoke last week about the North Star and how important it is for us to be able to have something to aim for, but that doesn't mean that we need to be looking at the North Star and paying attention to it. All we need to do is to look at and pay attention to that next step that's right in front of us. And as I operate, and mind you, this is definitely a skill that takes time, and the more and more that you do it, the easier that it will become. And you will start to find that you'll excel in areas of your life that you never anticipated excelling in, me for one, with fishing. And by doing doing this act of making it seem as though, and sometimes we need to fake ourselves out, but making it seem as though nothing else in the world will ever matter again, except for this next step. So when I'm fishing, nothing else matters except for me being in that moment and being so present with what's taking place in that moment. And it's not something that's aggravating. I don't feel the tension. I'm just... I'm just calm and in the moment. And I do that with everything that I do. That's just a form of operation that I've developed and cultivated over these past several years, whether I'm reading a book or whether I am creating something or baking something. By treating that thing like it's the only thing that matters and not looking at the next step above me, it's really allowed me to have this deep focused work. And it's the same in everything that we do in our lives. We are so caught up in the nuance of distraction and allowing ourselves to get interrupted. We're giving away that freedom. We're giving away that permission to our devices and to other people. And by not doing that and becoming very closed off in that sense, people know I've had to do some in-depth explaining to people, and you might have to do the same, where I have time-blocked time, time that belongs to me, time that is so focused and so diligent on that one particular thing, that one step of the ladder, that I don't want to be bothered by anybody else. There are many times in life where if there's a dramatic emergency, the only way that somebody is going to get a hold of me is by knocking on my door, and I'm okay with that. And I think that it's okay for us to give ourselves that permission to be focused and to do the diligent work and to reconnect with ourselves and to remember what it was like back when we were kids and we didn't have these social distractions. We didn't have, you know, the the notifications and all of the alerts and the lights and all of the things that take place in our lives that we don't realize our freedom is being taken away from and with. So that's just something for you to think on today. I want you to think about what it is that you can do to have more diligent and focused time and maybe where you're running too fast at in your own life and where you might need to pause and to slow down a little bit and focus on that North Star, know what it is, but know that in order to get there, the most important thing that you can do is to just focus on that single step. And maybe in your own life right now, that means focusing on losing one pound instead of the 20 or 30 pounds that you might need to lose. Maybe for you, that means focusing on the one single class instead of the entire degree that you need in order to accomplish a promotion at work. Whatever the thing is, just focus on that single step and I can guarantee you your diligent focus, the things that you're able to apply for your entire life will completely change. And I want that for you. And if you have any questions, please reach out to me at Ashley Walton on Facebook and know that I'm sending you a long, tight hug from my home to yours.